Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to Dude, I Love That. I'm Liv, and today we are talking about a show and typing the characters from, in my opinion, one of the best shows ever made. However, it only had 12 episodes, but it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because number one, it had Darren Kagasoff. Number two, it was a Steven Spielberg uh, created show. And ironically, this show has kind of like a cult following. And look, it was short-lived. It, it died too young, to say the very least. But we're here to revive it, and we're going to talk about these characters and their types. So yes, we are talking about Red Band Society, and this is going to be so much fun. Let's go ahead and start off with Jordy because we have quite a few characters to go through. Okay, so Jordy, first of all, initially I'm like, is he a two? Is he, you know, a four? I ended up landing on a type nine for him, and I chose a one wing because a lot of him, you know, I'm going to actually lay it out this way. The scene that really solidified it for me was when Emma, Leo, and Jordy are driving Ruben's car. And, you know, they're kind of going back and forth. And obviously it's like this weird love triangle situation. And Jordy's first mode of operation is like, let me keep the peace. He does not want any kind of problems. He's very much like, I want what I want and I know what I want, but I'm not willing to like upset the apple cart to get it. And so that's what, again, what feels very nine-ish to me. And a lot of him feels one-ish because he does go after what he wants and he wants to be ethical about it. I think he's not, he's not like a nine wing eight that's willing to kind of bluster through to get what they want and to get what needs to be done, done. He feels a little bit more of that more reserved type one versus the eight wing. Some other reasons why I chose that nine for him is because he is kind of wistful in a way. And that's not a word I think I've ever used to describe a character, but he kind of is. He just has this like air about him of, you know, he's emotional and sensitive, yet he's able to handle hard things. And he knows like, this is maybe upsetting, but this is what has to be done. So I'm going to go do it. And so a lot of him feels very mature for his age. I was shocked when I realized they were supposed to be like 14, 15, 16, 17. I was like, whoa, I thought these kids were 17, 18 for sure. And, you know, ultimately, I feel like for him, he does have emotions. He relies on his emotions 100%, but his gut is what he uses to make his decisions. And so again, remember, nine is in the gut triad. So eights, nines, and ones are all in the gut triad. And, you know, really, I do think, again, nine wing one makes so much sense for him because he does go out on a limb when he needs to. He's able to put aside feelings when need be, like when his mom comes back. He's not so wrapped up in like, oh, she wants to take care of me. She really, she loves me and I'm going to grab onto that. He's like, I'm still suspicious of you and I don't trust you. And I feel like morally, you've let me down so many times that I physically cannot like connect with you because I know that heartbreak is coming. And so again, that feels very type nine versus a two or a four that's going to be in the heart triad. That would honestly be more likely to kind of see her come back and be like, I'm going to grab onto this because she's showing me love and she's showing me care. And so I can believe her because like her actions are saying this, but that type nine, remember nines do tend to get mistyped for twos and fours as well. And so it can be kind of hard to differentiate, but again, making decisions from the gut versus the heart is the telltale sign. Oh, we have to talk about Leo next. This one's so funny to me because I initially was like, oh, Leo's a one. I was very sold on him being a one for the longest time. And then when I actually was sitting down to do this episode, I was like, crap, I think Leo's actually an eight. And again, we have a lot of like gut triad people. I think we only have one person that is actually in the head triad in this whole show that I found. Maybe two people, but most of them are in the heart and gut triad. And that's why you have the tensions that you have with people trying to make decisions from their hearts, people over here trying to get stuff done from the gut. And so it is really funny to see that. And even though eights and nines do share wings, right? Cause like you can be an eight wing nine or you can be a nine wing eight. 
The funny thing about Jordy and Leo is the fact that Leo is more concerned about his autonomy. And that's why the leg has been such a struggle for him because he feels like he's lost his autonomy. Obviously sports were kind of a big part of his identity. And so he feels like the one thing that I had going for me, the one future oriented thing that I was looking forward to and that I was fighting for is now gone. And so he kind of feels like I have to rebuild my identity from scratch. And so it's been difficult for him because he's now without all the white noise of like keeping busy, because remember gut types always are trying to keep busy. And so now he's been forced to just settle down and think. And so without all this stuff going on, without the liveliness of the life that he once lived. He's now having to sit and go, who am I? What do I like? Like, what, what do I have going on? And so he's battling with that. And I think he's been trying to distract himself by trying to like, in a way, save Emma. I think that relationship was kind of not toxic, but I just don't think it was the healthiest because they were both in, you know, kind of a down place. And so I think they were trying to distract themselves from focusing on their own healing by being with each other. And I think, you know, Leo kind of does have a bit of the savior complex and we can see that he does want to be there for people and he's willing to focus more on other people and put other stuff aside. And I really do think he's a social subtype eight because remember the social subtype eight looks a lot like that type two. And of course, an eight in health goes to a type two. And so the social eight is much more group oriented. They're focused on others' needs before their own. Whereas the self-preserving eight or the sexual subtype eight, they're going to be a little bit more focused on their own needs before the groups. And not in a bad way, just in terms of like survival, because remember the eight's a very survivalist mindset. And so for them, they're going to be more focused on that, but that social eight is very, very different. And so you see that with him. And that's why I think he looks kind of one-ish because the social subtype eight reminds me a lot of the one who's justice oriented, who wants to make sure that they're doing things morally, that they're right, good, and orderly. And they want to kind of be free to move without support. And so they're willing to support other people, but they don't want other people. I should say this. They don't want to rely on other people, but they want other people to rely on them, which is so funny. And Honestly, again, that's what really trips you up between the one and the eight, because I swear that social subtype eight always looks like a type one. And last reason that I really chose a type eight for Leo is because there is a certain episode and I cannot remember the name right now. I think it might be tell me what you want. And Emma's kind of razzing Leo because she's like, remember when you just like, you don't want to wait. You don't want to wait for anything. You just want things to happen quickly. Remember very gut type oriented. And so she was saying that he actually would turn his drip on his chemo on double so that he could get through it faster. And she's like, it always made you sick every single time, but you still were so focused on time and like getting through things quickly that you were just like, I'll risk being sick in order to get through this quicker. And that is very eight. You know, the eight does not like to wait. They don't want to feel boxed in by time constraints or expectations from other people. And so he was like, no, I have control over this drip. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to get out of here. And so that's what we see from him. And again, that's really why I chose type eight for him. However, I definitely think he has a nine wing. I do not think he's an eight wing seven. Maybe he was when he was a little bit like more athletic and was getting more of that body work. But I think he's really found his nine space because he's able to kind of be a little bit more sloth like he's able to be more calm because there's not so much noise, like I said. And so again, really think eight wing nine. Since I just talked about her, let's go ahead and do Emma. So I had kind of a hard time with her. I was going back and forth for the longest time. I'm like, is she a four or is she a one? And let me tell you, I figured out that she's actually a one wing two. And you know, the reason that I ended up choosing the one is because remember type one in stress does go to a four. Now, the interesting thing about ones and stress. So ones tend to not want to go to their four arrow because they feel like if I do that, I'm going to get stuck in the four. And so they're going to get stuck in lamenting and 
the melancholy state. And so for them, it's almost scary to go to that place. But what we need to remember is that our arrows are so important and that's called arrow work. So doing that by going to your low number and then going to your health number, what you're doing is you're kind of more or less getting yourself out of a funk. And so we need the one to go to that four because a lot of times, you know, gut types, they're kind of emotionally repressed. And so what they need is they need to get in their emotions, figure out what is going on. Why am I feeling this way? Or, you know, like for Emma, why have I clung on to this uh, method of control? And also another thing to point out, type ones do tend to struggle more with eating disorders than other types. That's not to say that it's just a type one thing. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying it's been shown that type ones do tend more towards that than other types. And we hear in Emma's story, her life fell out of control. You know, she felt like I don't have friends. Like I can't really figure out what's going on around me. And so this is one thing that I have control over and that I can manage for myself and that I can kind of have an expectation for. And so what she did was she used food as the method of control. And so obviously her telling that story, it's so gut-wrenching because you never want someone to be in that position, but it was great because we got insight into why she made the decisions she made. And so it's really great because once you understand why someone has done the thing that they did, you can figure out how to deal with it. And I feel like this is another reason why Enneagram is so helpful in terms of mental health work, because I'm telling you what she did was she got out of her gut and got out of quick reactions and got out of going with what she knew was right and really sat in her force so much and wasn't able to get out of it. So she went from one and disintegrated into type four. What she needs to do now is integrate into seven, because remember one goes to seven in health. And so I think what she needs is a little bit more of that head type pizzazz, if you will, of being able to be like, you know what, I need to think critically here. What do I need? And you know, sevens are so good at problem solving in really visionary type ways because they see things in a completely different light than most people. And so for them, they're able to bring interesting solutions to complex problems. And so I think had she gone from one to seven instead of one to four, we would have seen that for her. And there's nothing wrong with one going to four. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is one can tend to get stuck in four if they don't get through it and process and move on. And so like, that's what we're seeing with Emma. And so the great thing about her is that she does have that seven come out when she's around other people. And I think group oriented situations are really where she thrives. And so I would even go so far as to say she might be a social one, but I do kind of feel like a lot of her is more self-preserving and yeah, I, I think maybe her stacking is self-preserving social or vice versa, but those two are the heaviest for her that I see. And it's really sweet because she's able to bring such order to the group. She's able to bring this really interesting style. You can see that she wants to have like things very aesthetic and she loves to design her own outfits and like make sure she looks really put together all the time, which is what you're going to see from that one who you know, wants to put a good foot forward and definitely has a lot of four in her. I think her tri-type is probably a one, four, five, maybe. I think she's obviously very, very smart. And that's why I'm pulling that five. And I do think she does care about aesthetics. She cares about fashion. She cares about really owning her personality. And so that's where I'm getting that four. And so again, I think she's a one wing two. She loves helping people. That's why I chose that two wing because she is so focused on others. And I think Again, kind of like we talked about with Leo, she can sometimes be so focused on others that she forgets to take care of herself. And so one wing twos have to remember you are just as important as everybody else. You need to take care of yourself. We love that you love taking care of other people. It's incredible. We need you in the world. However, you do need to take care of yourself or else you're going to have burnout and not be able to help anyone. So being sure that you're getting that self-care and doing your body work is essential. Okay, let's talk about Kara, my all-time favorite. I freaking love Kara so much. And 
Oh my gosh. She was just a really fun one to type because I pretty much figured out right away. So I tried to watch the first episode, then some middle episodes, and then some later ones. And one thing that we see her do all the time now, granted, remember, she's kind of the quote villain of the show. So she's obviously in low levels of health. She's on the struggle bus and you know, it's just not looking great for her, but let's take what I'm saying with a grain of salt. And remember, she is situated to be the villain or at least like the villain archetype, but she is a person just like everybody else going through her own problems. And we see that, you know, her home life hasn't been the best. So let's have some grace here. And I ended up choosing a four wing three for Kara. And I think a lot of people would say, oh, she's a three or, oh, she's an eight. But I'm telling you, she is definitely a type four. One of the main reasons that you can tell that she's a four versus a three or an eight is because fours tend to do this thing where they see people in terms of a hierarchy, right? And so it's like, these people are up here, these people are here, then these people are down here. And so a lot of times that's good, right? Like in work situations, you're able to figure out, okay, even if this person doesn't have like the quote high title, I can tell that they are situated here on the hierarchy. And so I know how to interact with them based on that. So it can actually be a really good tool. However, Kara, as she is in very low levels of health, is kind of using it as I'm up here, you're down here, you're a peasant, and I'm, you know, ruling the kingdom. And so what we see is that she kind of does take on that personality of head cheerleader, right? And that's, again, kind of like the hierarchy thing, which is so funny because you know, that's kind of how it is. And she very much is, has like that high school mindset. And so we see that she does tend to be like, why are you talking to me? Like, you need to get out of here. You're, you're not worthy. And so that's something that you're going to see from fours in very low levels of health because they kind of take the hierarchy and flip it on its head and use it more in a narcissistic way versus a helpful tool. And, you know, again, she just wants to add her style to everything. I mean, you can see like she cut her hospital gown to fit the way that she wanted. She's always got her knee high sock. She's always got her little bun and she just always wants to be on trend. I love that she carries a purse around with her all the time. That freaking gets me every single time I see it. And it's so funny because remember that four, you know, they want to be their individual self and they really care about coming to the world and being like, here I am in all my glory. And this is what I look like. This is what I act like. And this is what I'm about. And, you know, there's never a time that she doesn't want to put her own stamp on things, which I love as someone with a four in my tri-type. I just, I freaking love Kara so much, honestly. Like she's probably my favorite character, but again, she's just not in the healthiest place, but really, can you blame her? And then a couple of other things that I noted were that she definitely does care about her own feelings before others. And that's why I was able to rule out like type two. You know, you don't really see that. I was able to rule out type one because she's definitely not self-sacrificing uh, in order to save others. And again, the three and the eight, I definitely do think she has three in her. She does care about, you know, how she appears to other people. And she does kind of wear a mask in certain ways, but I'll talk about this in a minute because I think it's so interesting, but I ruled out the eight because yes, she does rule with an iron fist 100%, but she's not one that's willing to bring others under her wing to kind of protect them and provide that sense of safety. She's definitely more focused on her own self-preservation. And she's somebody that when push comes to shove, she's going to save herself before she cares about anybody else. And again, that's just because she's in lower levels of health and she hasn't felt like she can depend on anyone, you know, and her family, it's just been a complete disaster. And so She's very much of the mindset that I need to care about myself because no one else will, which again, that does seem very type eight, right? Because a lot of the eights were born out of situations where they had to fend for themselves early on. But like I'm saying, it doesn't extend to other people. It's very self-focused. And again, I think she has an eight in her tri-type 100%, but I do not think that is her core type. And remember, fours and eights can tend to be mistyped for one another because simply they're both very passionate types. And especially the sexual subtype four can look very similar to an eight. 
And the sexual subtype eight can look very similar to a four. And so it really does all come down to subtype. And, you know, for Kara, I would say that she's probably a sexual subtype four. Um, I think that's a lot of what she has going on. I think she does want to find people that she really connects with and then just like merge with them. And so that's something that I think we see more from her versus her actually just being an eight. And then the one thing I wanted to point out really quick about like the four and the one, what's so fascinating to me is that deep down, Kara knows her faults. She knows that she's kind of a terrible person right now. And you know, she doesn't really want to own it. She's not one to own up to her faults, but innately she knows. And I think it really haunts her because she feels like I can never live up to what other people want from me. And even though she so desperately wants her own personality, her own style, she wants to just be her own human being. She feels like she's wrestling between wanting to do that and also just wanting to be loved and accepted for who she truly is, which is always the struggle of the four. That's what they deeply want. They want to be accepted and understood for who they are, but they feel like people aren't going to get it. Like no one's ever going to understand me for who I really am. And so we see her battling that. That's something that she does run into a lot with her mom. And you can tell that she's deeply hurt by what happened in her childhood. And I think that's something that she's constantly kind of lamenting. However, she doesn't really get in her feelings and sort through it. She kind of just sits in it, similar to Emma. And that's why I think those two really do butt heads because they're both having their own struggles. And instead of dealing with it, they're kind of projecting outwards and figuring out other ways to do things instead of going, you know what? Maybe there's something here that needs to be dug up and dealt with. Let me deal with that and then move on. And so that's what I love about that friendship because in a weird way, they challenge each other to be better, but they're never going to be like super tight friends, you know? And I do want to say for Kara's tri-type, I do think that she's a four, six, eight. And again, that is the entire reactive triad, which is ironically my tri-type too, except different arrangement of the numbers. But we see that, you know, Kara does have a lot of those six qualities where she's anxious and she's a little bit paranoid. And as soon as someone brings something up, you can see she gets very defensive because she's like, oh no, am I about to lose my support system? Am I about to be thrown under the bus by this person? And so we see her acting out of that kind of six mindset. And, you know, could a case be made for her being a low health counterphobic six? 100%. Because remember, the counterphobic six looks very similar to a four and an eight. However, like I said, I really do think that she's a four wing three, but I just wanted to put that out there. And then of course I covered the eight before, but yeah, I think she's a four, six, eight. Oh my gosh. We have to talk about Dash next. Oh, I think he actually might be my all-time favorite, but Kara's up there too. And I actually chose a three wing four for Dash. And I went back and forth between is he a three or is he an eight? But at the end of the day, I think I see a lot of four in him, which is why I chose three wing four. Dash just kills me. You know, he's so loyal and so good to his friends. And definitely when, when people start to kind of feel like they're backing away from him, like with his friendship with Leo, he's like, whoa, wait a second now. Like I've been here for you. I care about you so much. Like I will literally put everything aside for you. Why can't you do the same for me? And remember threes are so loyal. Threes, sixes, and nines are all extremely loyal types. And so for him, he's like, I'm putting so much into this friendship and I care about you. Why are you not extending me the same courtesy? And so it can be hard for that three because, you know, they are emotionally repressed because they're in the center of that triad. And so I think he is feeling a little bit like this dude, Jordy comes in and all of a sudden I get pushed to the back burner, which, you know, can be really difficult for that three who's trying to be there for their friends. And Dash does recover the dude. You cannot keep Dash down, which is what I love so much. And I ended up choosing the three for him because 
he is always wheeling and dealing. There's that scene where he's taking bets for Jordy versus his mom doing the the go. I think it was go fish. Maybe it wasn't, but he's basically taking bets from the hospital patients. And it's so funny because he's always working a scheme. He's always got something up his sleeve. He always knows someone that knows someone. And if he doesn't, he'll find a way. And so that's what I just love about Dash. He's so his own person. He wants to put his own stamp on everything. And that's why I chose three wing four for him versus three wing two. And, you know, he's always able to find a way to get what he wants. And we, we see that scene where he's like, oh, I need to get um, the new nurse, you know, Brittany. He's like, I need to get her to like, give me a sponge bath. Like, I think I can find a way around this. And so he creates a sob story. He even like perfectly positions the Twilight book on there. So that that'll be a source of conversation. And I don't know. I just love Dash. He's just always his own person. And yet he doesn't do the typical type three thing, though, of wearing masks. I think he's always very genuinely himself, which again, you know, maybe he is really an eight, but. I feel like there's so much three and four in him that that's what I ended up going with. But again, a case could be made for eight wing nine, but I think there's someone else in the show that's definitely more of an eight wing nine that I think will be even funnier to kind of contrast. But again, you know, Dash really was able to have that secret girlfriend for the longest time. No one knew. He's always got his own little outfits. He's always got stuff going on. And so that feels more three wing four to me. For his tri-type though, let's, let's think about this. Probably... I'm going to say a three, seven, eight, which is interesting because that's the entirety of the aggressive stance. And even though he's not super aggressive, he definitely goes for what he wants and he's not afraid to lie and, you know, kind of like make this whole scene in order to get something done. Oh my gosh. Let's talk about Hunter. Everybody knows, everyone knows I freaking love Darren Kagasoff. I have since I was 12. It just is what it is. I'll go to the grave loving Darren. But it's so funny because I remember when I like first saw him in the show and when he walked on, I was just like, what? Oh my gosh. He looks so different than when he was on Secret Life. And so it was just, it was fun. But this one was so much fun to type because I really felt like Hunter was probably an eight or a five. And my mom, who's a type five, swears that Hunter's an eight. But I'm like, mom, no, I think he's a five wing four. And I'll tell you why. Because frankly, I think he's more in his head than his gut. And the reason is he seems to always be like 10 steps ahead. Like he's really thinking things through. He's able to come up with these complex lies and not to say that eights can't because they definitely can because they even have that connection to type five. But I just, there's something about Hunter that feels more five-ish. He feels more steady and stable because the eights can, they're, they're pretty steady generally, but they definitely can have a little bit of a roller coaster of being more easily irritated or having bouts of anger. But we really don't see that with him. He seems to be very even keeled. And that's why I ultimately went with five versus eight. And even so, we see that he's able to make very rational decisions. I don't think he does anything hastily. You know, he just like thinks about it and then does it. And that's something that, again, is a little bit different from the eight who kind of shoots from the hip and is more gut oriented. Now, that being said, I think he has a very strong eight in his tri-type. But again, five and eight and eight and five have a connection to each other. So it could be explained that way. But ultimately, I just think he's a five wing four and I chose the four wing versus a six wing for him because he does seem to be more like emotionally centered versus more head tight because remember five, six and seven, that's the head triad, whereas four is in the heart triad. And so I really do think that he has that heart in him and that's why he and Kara were able to get along so well. That's also why I think he pegged her immediately and was like, mm, this chick's trouble. And that's why he like shoved her in the elevator while she was quote blind. And I just think he has this depth to him that feels more five wing four. And again, I just don't really see a lot of those like anxious tendencies that you would see more from a five wing six. And he feels like he's more of that deeper personality type where 
he has a lot of things going on in his mind. He's thinking about complex problems and he enjoys the depths of life. And so again, that's what you're going to see from the five wing four. And I think it's so interesting to see a five wing four and a four wing three together because there's so much reactivity and depth there. And I think that would be such an incredible relationship because the five would really ground the four and the four would really help the five to get out of their head and be more in their heart. And so I just think, oh, I just really wanted to see that relationship so badly develop. And we were freaking robbed. It just is what it is. We were robbed of Darren, I mean, <laughs> of Darren, of Hunter and Kara's love story. And even though it was, you know, condensed, I do think it's like one of my favorite TV relationships because we just really see the growth that they go through in such a short amount of time. And I just think it was so interesting to see them together. And we saw that even though, yes, it was a short amount of time, Kara's life was forever changed because he was able to bring so many, I don't know, I guess pieces to her puzzle and was able to help her figure out what am I doing with my life? And there's more to live for. And again, I think the type eight would have definitely been like, yes, Kara, come with me, come to the light, you know, like, let's just be together forever. But the type five was being so rational in him and going, no, you have a place here. You have so many things that you're supposed to do. I can't wait to see you live it out. And that's again, really why I chose that five for him. And I just, oh, that character will forever just live rent-free in my head. I just love it so much. All right, we're going to blow through these other ones really quickly. Let's talk about Nurse Jackson. I freaking love that woman so much. Octavia Spencer. I just, she's so good. And I ended up typing her as an eight wing nine. And the reason I did that is because you see, she is very much that type eight who is so protective, who wants to make sure that, you know, I mean, she gave up this incredible life to really pour into these kids. You know, she had the life people would dream of. And she's like, that's not cutting it for me. I'm supposed to be doing something else. And, you know, the eight, they're going to do that. They're going to make the hard choices and follow through on them. And, you know, a lot of other types, they'd be like, I'm not going to leave this. Like, this is incredible. I've worked for this. I want this. And she is so focused on, I need to be there to protect other people. I want to pour into them. I want to kind of be that safe haven for them, which is what you're going to see from that type eight. And so what I love about her is you're just able to see that. I mean, she just really takes each of those kids as her own. And even though they're not there for like this, you know, super extended period of time, while they're there, she's like, no, I've got you. Like, I'm going to do whatever needs to be done to keep you safe and to pour into you. And so that's what I just love about her character. And even though she's kind of got like tough love, the kids need it. And a lot of times, you know, these kids are coming from home situations that maybe they're not given that so much. And so they kind of feel like, oh, do my parents not care about me because they give me such free reign? She's there and to like enforce boundaries and say, I care about you too much to let you just have free reign. Like I'm going to give you some boundaries here because I care about you. And that's something that I think is so amazing about her character and what I love about type eights, especially as parents. And even though she's not their parent, you know, she's kind of that parental figure at the hospital. And so I think it's so funny too, because like she kind of is the parent of Dr. McAndrew as well. You know, she's very much the person that he, he wants her respect. He wants to know that she approves. And I think it's so special because you see that relationship is so interesting. Then you see the relationship with the kids and it's just incredible. I absolutely love Nurse Jackson. Oh, and then Brittany, we got to talk about her. So she was pretty easy for me. I typed her as a two, although I was going back and forth between two and seven because, you know, she has that bubbly, fun personality. She's always wanting to make things light. She's wanting to look on the positive side and, you know, she's just a bundle of joy, but I did choose type two because I feel like she's more heart-centered than she is head-centered because remember, seven's in the head triad, two's in the heart triad. And so for her, 
I think that she really is focused on loving these kids and treating them like, you know, they're her younger siblings. And we see that she cares about them so much and she'll do anything for them. And she wants to meet them on their level. And, you know, there's that one scene where she's putting all the pretty stickers on the folders because she's like, they're filled with such sadness. They need some pizzazz. And so it's just sweet to see someone like that. Who's a two wing three. That's really just thriving in their job. And a lot of twos are nurses. And so you can see that she's basically in a job where she gets to help people all day, which is like the dream of the type two. And last but not least, we have Charlie. I did rule out Dr. McAndrew and Kenji just because I wanted to keep it focused on the main characters that we see. But Charlie, it's so funny because we pretty much only hear him narrating the entire time. So this was tough for me, but I was like, I have to do it for the people. So I ended up typing him as a seven wing eight. And the reason I did that is because he really does kind of view life as a joke and he's trying to always be positive. And there's rarely times where he's upset. And even though he has every reason to be like, this freaking sucks. He's always looking on the bright side and is always able to positively reframe, which is what sevens are known for. They're so good at finding the good in situations and bringing, I guess, yeah, just bringing light to situations that ordinarily would be pretty dark and dismal. And so I feel like for him, that's kind of what his purpose is in the show, especially when the kids will go under for surgery and he sees them. It's fun because he's able to bring such wisdom. And that's what I think about sevens. You know, people don't automatically think of sevens as being these really wise types, but it's crazy. They are some of the wisest people. And if I have to go to someone for advice, I love going to sevens because they always have a really interesting way of viewing things. And because their connections to five and one, I feel like they're really good at just bringing you the perfect solution to a problem and thinking about it in a very like 3D way. You know, they're not just being like, oh, well on paper, it's this. So here you go. They're like, no, let's, let's problem solve. Let's figure out something cool in order to, you know, change the situation. And so I think that's what we see from Charlie. And again, it's hard to type children because they are, you know, still growing into their personality. But if I had to say right now, I would say he's a seven wing eight. Anyways, that's it for this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed Be sure and check back on Friday for a brand new episode. I upload every Tuesday and Friday. Also follow along on Instagram at Hey, it's Liv James. There's so much fun stuff going on there and I will see you next time. Bye.